RHD 107.9 Life. Michaela here with you this evening. And I am joined with two fantastic guests. Guys, I am so excited about this show today. I have got Talia Sully here with me. Talia, how are you going? I'm having a great day today. Oh, good. Fantastic. <laughs> We're so glad you could end the day on such a fantastic note. We're so glad that you're here. And of course, Gabby Connolly as well. Fantastic. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thank great. You. Thanks good, for good, us. good. Oh, so happy to have you. We're just having a little bit of a chat on air um, about how much stuff that we have to cover. Very, very exciting stuff. Um, this is a really interesting round table because I won't lie, I'm feeling a little bit intimidated. Oh my God. Um, Do no, not be intimidated <laughs> by us at all. Well, because I mean, uh, Gabby, this is probably the, f- I think I, actually I did a little bit of a moment where I was like, no, I don't know Gabby. And then I saw you and I was like, you know what? You look so familiar. <laughs> I think we've seen each other a around lot, but the we place. we haven't actually spoken. Yes. Nice so, to officially yes, meet you, Gabby. You <laughs> um, but Talia, I know you in a youth ministry sense, but not as like a school leaver, youth ministry, peer to peer. Like when I was in school, uh, you were the youth minister of another school who our schools collaborated a lot. So it, it's always like you, I'm talking to like a teacher or something. Like <laughs> we know each other in a bit of different capacity. Yes, yes hey? we do. So this is, this is very different. I'm still finding my feet, uh, but I'm super, super excited. We're going to be talking about the diocesan assembly. Um, you guys, the reason I asked you to be here today is because I am dying to hear the youth perspective. Um, we also just came out of an interview with James Meston, who has just ducked off for a moment. Um, but that interview that guys did was fantastic. That'll be in the Diocesan Assembly podcast as well on the Parishes of Adelaide podcast. Um, so you're feeling warmed up, feeling ready to Definitely. chat? Ready to go. Awesome. Let's Beautiful. But right now I am talking all things Diocesan Assembly and we are going to get to that. So if you are thinking, oh yes, I want to hear about that, or I have no idea what that is, stick around because we're going to cover all of it. Um, but right now, just in the, in it's the beginning of the show in terms of, you know, good manners, I feel the need to do a little bit of an introduction. For the people who don't know who you guys are, can you talk to me about what the work is that you guys actually do in terms of church and youth and youth engagement and all of those fantastic things? Gabby, how about we start with you? Awesome. So I graduated from Cardine College last year. Mm -hmm. I was mission captain there and Unfortunately, last year with COVID happening and everything, it did certainly limit the capacity of the things we were able to do, uh, as I'm sure Talia understands. Um, This year, though, we've got a new youth uh, started up at St. Luke's, at St. Luke's Parish in No Longer. It's called St. Luke's Evangelist, 18 to 25 year olds, and I'm one of the youth coordinators for that. So that's my main church role at the moment, other than just my own faith. Beautiful. And Talia? My role looks a little bit different. Um, We are both Carnine graduates and both have been mission captains at Carnine, which is a really (laughs) cool experience. Um, Subtle brag. Yeah, (laughs) subtle subtle brag. Um, Not (laughs) apologising. So, yeah, I finished school a little little while ago. (laughs) While ago? (laughs) While ago now. Um, But my role at Cardine is I lead a team and we are all things social justice, well-being and youth ministry. So it's this beautiful combination of making school an environment where people feel like they belong, but are also engaging in their faith and what makes them who they are at that real core. Um, And then exploring also how we can intertwine that into the curriculum at the same time, which is just a very 
I feel very privileged mm. to have a role like this. I'm also teaching as well. So, oh, wow. Both. Yeah. My goodness, you are spreading yourself thin, Talia. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to, uh, the big topic of conversation in t- inside of the church right now is the issue of youth disengagement, this being sort of the fancy terms that get thrown around a lot. You both obviously have very unique roles, both being young people and leaders and facilitators of young people, of other young people. Um, through your eyes, how are you seeing disengagement of young people how is it affecting your own personal communities and in what ways are you seeing that happen I think um for me in a school capacity because we both are a little bit of a different capacity I'm working very much in a school environment um I think it's just making sure it's at the forefront of people's experiences and at the forefront of their mind as well so I do see a lot of young people disengaged in our traditional way of church but I don't think that that is reflective of their engagement in their own faith and their own spirituality I think it's still very much there I just Mm. think it looks a little bit different and how um it feels might be a little bit different. There's that beautiful painting. I can't quite remember what it's from. The Year of Youth, that painting. I think Mm. that summarises where we're at so well is that we're all on this different journey. Just the words we're using to describe it are a bit different. The actions we're taking to live our faith are a little bit different. Mm. Um, So I think we're just catching up to what that looks like and putting some words to it. Mm. And how about for you, Gabby? Yeah, so I'm working with the 18 to 25 bracket. Mm. And it's definitely interesting when, you know, when you invite people to uh, be involved in youth and everything, they go, I don't want to get involved in church and that sort of stuff because (laughs) it's like a taboo topic of they've got these preconceived ideas of church from maybe past experiences or um, social media or their friends' experiences and that sort of stuff. And they're completely valid, but I think it's, interesting when they come and they go oh so we just sang some music we listened to a little bit of a talk we had dinner and then we played some games like it was it's very relaxing and enjoyable and social and yes there's definitely God there and there's definitely faith involved and uh it's not watered down or anything like that but I think people just have this idea that it's very strict rule book everything mm-hmm. and then they they forget the fun part. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And that's what I think. I think that that's the way moving forward is just modeling and creating spaces where people experience that really beautiful side of church and community. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what you can feel that like, that's when you can feel what people call the Holy Spirit, I think is like when you're with people and you are maybe talking about things mm-hmm. that are um, church related or religious or about God and those heavy things that I think people really want to talk about. Like, I think that that's a part of who we are and people love to be challenged. It's just creating an environment where people feel safe and they feel also it's an enjoyable experience yeah. and not a scary one. Beautiful. We've got so much more amazing stuff coming up, including topics around the diocesan assembly, as well as we're going to take a look back to a time before you guys were so incredibly knowledgeable back when you were the new and inexperienced young people that I'm sure there are so many um, perfect examples out there listening right now. So we're going to have a take a look into that. But right now we were just having a little bit of a chat about sort of the disengagement um, of of youth and young people. Um, And I suppose I wanted to ask you the question, what we were sort 
sort of talking about and what you were talking about there, Talia, is when people leave, like when they leave whatever it is that's that's keeping them connected to church and to faith, like say it might be school, it might be their faith-connected family, they might move out of home and become a little disconnected, whatever it may be. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, what was it for you guys that has actually kept you connected this whole time? If you had to pick one moment where maybe there was – a fork in the path and you had to choose or you made the choice to stay connected when was that I think for me people is the really simple answer I think people making me feel like I belong and like my voice matters and like I'm welcomed that's seriously um because no matter where you're at in the church or if you're going to the Dustin assembly or if you're just having a conversation with someone the most important thing is that you feel like you belong in that conversation um and that no matter your age or your perspective young or old you matter and your voice matters and Mm. I've had so many moments where I've been like wow that person really saw who I am and they really understood where I was coming from and I don't think that means we always have to agree with each other but it's just holding space and creating opportunities and just extending invitations an invitation to have a coffee and have a chat can you think of a single person or time where you've gone wow this this person really gets me I think um it was actually in school and it was father Charles at the time now known as Bishop Charles Mm. um but I remember I was very my upbringing has not been grounded in a religious experience at all quite the opposite actually so um going through catholic education and just experiencing it for the very first time as a teenager is is a huge um experience very overwhelming Mm. um but just father charles at the time was sitting he invited me actually for a conversation and i just had all these questions um and he was so patient and so spoke out of a place of just kindness and love. Um, and I was asking some hard hitting questions. I was like, <laughs> I am going to. I want answers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he just, he was just so patient and kind and um, he just heard what I had to say. And at the end, our relationship didn't change, you know, like it was just about being present. And even though there were things we actually didn't agree on, it was just like, it wasn't a toxic environment or mm. there, it wasn't even a tense environment. He just totally respected my point of view and I think he saw something in me as well um and he just nurtured that too which was um an incredible experience just yeah. sitting down and yeah. having sounds a sounds I mean if I can put that out there a little life-changing honestly it, it genuinely like I will never forget that moment um and he's still someone I hold very close to my heart how can mm. I be more like Bishop Charles yeah. is a question I ask myself regularly <laughs> <laughs> how about for you Gabby is yeah. there a, a moment in your life where you uh actively chose to be more engaged definitely I think I had a very different experience to Talia I grew up in a Catholic household um and I I feel very blessed that that happened but also I think it has had its struggles because it was sort of when am I in control of this you know Mm -hmm. like when when do I take charge of this myself because it was always an expectation we go to mass on Sunday we do family prayers at night but I never really felt engaged in it myself. It was just, you know, what we did. Um, It was a tradition, I suppose. And I think it was 2018. I went to Ignite Conference in Brisbane. um, And I sort of went to that thinking, this might be good. I, I believe in God, but I don't really know what it means to believe in God, if that makes sense. Um, And I went to this conference and 
there was actually a talk about um, a school in Uganda and like sponsoring kids there and everything. And I just started bawling. I was crying the whole time. And then we had adoration straight afterwards. Like they hit us straight in the feels. It was completely (laughs) on purpose. Yeah, totally. And we had adoration afterwards. And I was just crying for like an hour. And I just went to bed that night and I thought like, I really believe in this. Like this, this is something that I'm doing for me now, not for my family, not for Mm. my parents, not for... Uh, my parish priest not for whoever I'm doing this because this is what I believe and I really think Catholicism and Christianity in general is something that the world needs and uh, it's a safe place you know or it Mm. should be a safe place and I think that's yeah that was my defining moment where I went I want to be a part of this and make change and good change. If you could go back to that young girl pre I am 100% in this <laughs> pre uh you know super keen super involved a little apprehensive maybe and ask her if there's one thing that you don't know about the church that you want to learn more about what would she say I think she'd probably say just why does the church not accept certain people and I think at that time I didn't really have an understanding of the church's view if that makes sense mm-hmm. like I think I thought that if the church disagreed with something, that that was it. That mm. was the end. And I think I've grown a lot in my understanding of that and through talking to um, parish priests and all that sort of stuff, I've grown in my understanding that you can disagree and that's fine, mm. but it's just you'll always be accepted and you'll always be learning like everyone. Everyone is always learning. Everyone is always growing in their faith. No one is ever perfect everyone is accepted, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, totally. How, how about for you, Talia? If you could pick one of the biggest questions that little Talia Sally sat in front of uh, Father Charles and asked, what was she curious about? What did she want to know? At the time, um, I wanted – it was along similar lines. I wanted to know why people weren't accepted in the church. And I think often – especially when you're not involved in a church community, it's that trial by media sense. Like you see what's in the movies, you see what's on the news. Mm. Um, And that's always the really, they're always the really um, like provoking things. They're the things people want to see to ignite emotion and fear um, or even extreme joy. But I think less of that, especially in the media. I just wanted to know, like it was, it was around the time of the same-sex marriage conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? Like, why? What What about marriage makes this a point where people are arguing? Like, it's such a beautiful thing. And I just didn't understand um, the different the differences. Like, you know, you hear the churches saying this one thing really loud and it's the opposite to everything else at the time. That's what I thought. Um And it was really cool to break that down with Father Charles. That was part of our conversation actually. And even over the years, just like hearing different parts of that argument. And it was, it's very far from what I thought at that time. Mm. Um, And I completely agree. The church is um, a very open-minded place when you're in the right space. And I'm really excited because I hope that that's the future of the church that we're creating, especially like with young leaders like Gabby. I just think that that's really Mm. cool. And I've seen the things that, Um, the youth community is doing at um, St. Luke's and I think that's I'm really proud of that um, picture of modern church I just think that's really cool Mm. Um, 
Yeah. And I just think, yeah, why can't we just include everyone is the question. And I don't (laughs) even mean like people who are minority groups. It's like, why can't we include everyone's opinions? Why can't we include everyone's ages? Why can't we include everyone's socioeconomic backgrounds Mm. Um, and meet them where they're at? I, I felt a huge frustration when I was younger about why is the church not meeting everybody where they're at and mm. just showing them that feeling because there's there, everyone's I from what I've heard is hooked by this feeling of church it's not the practices it's not the written rules it's that feeling that you kind of can't describe but you know in your heart and in your intuition that that that's church and that's what the Holy Spirit is so I think just creating more moments of that feeling and a huge part of that is being inclusive. So if you could, uh, you now, with your incredible wealth of knowledge and experience that you've had since you were that little girl, if you could answer that question for her in a way that would satisfy her curiosity, what would you say? Well, younger Talia was very driven um, and very loud. (laughs) I'm still quite driven, but I think my drive has changed quite a bit since I was younger. I was very much a social justice warrior and happy Mm. to share my opinion wherever people would listen. Um, so I think now it's just, it's more of a sense of how you make people feel. And no matter where I'm at in whatever capacity I am, I can still give people a sense of faith and that incredible feeling that I have felt many times where I'm like, I know that there's something to this um, and it's exciting and it's it's joy and life-giving. Um, so no matter where I am and what I'm doing, I can always create that feeling for people and create experiences where people can feel those things. Right now I am joined here with the fantastic Talia Sally and Gabby Connolly. I have to shut my eyes when I say that and it's not because I don't want to remember your names, it's because I'm so terrible with names. Um, but we are chatting so much incredible stuff. If you've missed even a second of what we've already talked about, you should absolutely go and check out the podcast version of this show over wherever you get your podcast. Just look for Archie Radio. Um, But right now, what I want to be having a chat about, right, is diocesan assembly. Now, we've just come out of this. Both of you were in attendance. You were there. You were participants, um, which was very uh, exciting for me to get to have a chat about you guys. In terms of the diocesan assembly, from the perspective of someone who, and we were talking about this a little earlier, Talia, in that when you are disengaged from church life, and when I say church life, I mean the, the very sophisticated, very sometimes difficult to understand language that comes along with that there are so many conversations and events like this that are happening that are really hard to understand when you're not um, one of those people who can understand it in the way that people are talking about it so I suppose what I'm asking is for anyone who doesn't know what the diocesan assembly is how would you explain to them what it is in a way that would be super approachable for them I think for me, um, and I kind of wish I heard this before going into it too, is that it's a group, it's our community, it's our diocesan community coming together to talk about your own experiences and your own opinions about the church. Um, And I know the word opinions can kind of come with a little bit of heat sometimes, but I think Mm. it's super important that we're hearing people's opinions because that's how we maintain something so strong and something so like fulfilling Mm -hmm. how about how about for you gabby yeah i think it was a group of people that genuinely wanted to make positive change and i think there were some differing opinions on what those changes should be but i think everyone that went there had 
100% good intentions at heart. Mm. And that was extremely evident. Everyone spoke with love and with kindness that even when we were disagreeing, there was no, there was no hate. There mm. was no, I'm better than you, or I, I think you're wrong. Even it was, I disagree. Here's why let's talk about it. I think as well, to be honest, being young in the church can be hard at times and you don't feel like you are being listened to. And I think that there's another element of that being a young female in Mm, the church. Um, But it is amazing. I think that that the Diocesan Assembly created a pathway for moving forward and hearing all voices. Like if we have events like that again and again and again, and we have people experiencing that and taking that into their community, and that feeling with them then that's that's what I would be so proud of a church Mm. that can do that because I there was not one point as a young person or a young female where I didn't feel like my voice was being heard um there wasn't one point where people weren't welcoming and and loving the last question that I really want to ask is in terms of the diocesan assembly why should young people care about this why should they be excited about this happening in our community I think that that's a great question to ask because I think young people are asking that themselves, like, why should I care? Mm. Um, But I also want them to care for themselves and their own growth and personal development and well-being because there's something in our church communities um, that I think we need more now than ever with isolation and disconnection. Mm. Our church communities really fulfil that. They feel that space. Um, There's something really special about it and I just want young people to experience that too. And I think we had so much feedback at the Diocesan Assembly from people who wanted change and who wanted revival. And I think that's not a new thing. That's been happening for years. People have wanted change. People have wanted new things. This assembly and going forward from this assembly, the diocese is in the perfect position for change and we're ready for it. And young people should care about it because if you want change, now is the time. You've been asking for it. We've all been asking for it and praying for it. It's happening now. So get involved and make the changes that you've been asking for because the diocese is ready for it now, I think. Young people, if you're listening, time to step up. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, that is just about all that we have time for, but it has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me and taking the time out of your very, very busy lives. You were just saying, Gabby, that you actually had a free day when you agreed to this (laughs) and then it turned from a free day into a very, very busy day. So um, That's all right. Happy to be here (laughs) still. (laughs) It's, like I said, a lovely smooth way to end the evening, I hope, anyway. (laughs) I hope you're not too stressed. No, definitely. (laughs) It's cool cool to chat and have a conversation and just also reflect on our own experiences of church and and the Darston Assembly. Mm -hmm. Good way to wrap it all up. Absolutely. I think that also before we head out, we've been talking so much about, uh, you know, youth engagement and how to be involved and why you should want to be involved. And it would be so ridiculous if we didn't take at least a moment from you guys and your amazing wealth of knowledge. If there are any young people out there who are saying, I want to be involved, where do you recommend that they turn to? I think literally tell anyone that Um, (laughs) if you're a young person in a school find someone who makes you feel heard and tell them that Mm. um I think if you're a young person in a parish parish the same thing goes um just tell anyone and don't don't give up on your voice because someone will hear you and take it seriously um and just keep growing that feeling inside you in whatever way you can 
I mean, sneaky plug called St. Luke's Evangelist, 18 to 25 year olds. And I'm one of the youth coordinators for that. Yeah, I just think talk to your local parish priest. If you're out of high school and you don't have that avenue to talk to someone at your school, if um, you talk to your parish priest and just tell them, I I want to get involved or I, I just want to start coming to church. I want to meet people. They will be so excited. Mm. They will give you the biggest hug. You'll, <laughs> you'll feel so welcome. Yeah, I agree with Talia. Just tell someone and they'll make sure you feel welcome and involved. Beautiful. Thank you guys so much for joining me here today. We are here every Wednesday nights from 9, every Saturday nights from 10. Stay tuned for more of your music and we will see you again soon.